Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode number 29 for the 16th of January, 2007. Hi Ian, how's it going? Good morning James, it's going very well. I've just about recovered from my jet lag, coming back from Vegas. Wow, did you get lucky? <laughs> I always get lucky. Brilliant. Had, Brilliant. A, uh, had a good time at CES uh-huh. and uh, you've got back from your holidays in yeah. in the Caribbean. I've got my, my suntan and you've got your Vegas never see the light tan. That's right. Were any pirates in the Caribbean? Uh, I did see a few, actually, yes. Not as many as I think you saw in CES, but uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll talk a little bit about it because it's Couch 29. Number 29. First, first one, one. 2007. Wow. Time marches on. So, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll try and go through the standard format, but uh, with a bit of a leaning towards sort of things that obviously were announced at CES. Indeed. So, uh, so we've taken a bit of a break over mm-hmm. the last few weeks, mostly because of Christmas and prior to CES, uh, everyone kind of holds off on all their announcements for, yeah. for CES, yeah. so it's been fairly quiet on the news front, but um, back into it now, so welcome back everyone. Yeah. So um, kicking off, I guess, a bit of UK news, not very much sort of CES one did, but again, I think... 2007, as we said in the last episode, our crystal ball episode, what was going to happen? We're going to see digital switch off. So in the UK, Ofcom, who's a kind of non-governmental regulatory body looking at uh, um, broadcasting and all forms of um, communication, I suppose, that's kind of unified here in the UK, is looking at uh, a public consultation on what to do with the spectrum once analog TV is switched off, which is it's not a huge amount of spectrum once you think about it, because it's actually the UHF portion not the VHF portion. What are they doing with the VHF portion? Uh, digital. Ah, so they're going back to digital TV for the analog TV that they Yeah, so basically they'll, they'll be switching off the UHF stuff. Um, and don't they already have like uh, Freeview? Isn't that already... Yeah, but Freeview's down in the VHF stuff. So, okay. th- but they'll expand the spectrum okay, to make so more channels. More channels. They'll add more channels. But still have a bit left over. Yeah, and still have quite a bit left over and it's kind of what are they going to use it for and obviously for future use is going to be some <laughs> of it but they're not quite sure what's going to be used and obviously relocating some of the outside broadcast stuff like wireless mics and things like that need to be moved down from UHF and so it'll be interesting to see what happens but they're really kind of saying you know what what should we be doing and how should we be going about this because it's a it's a public thing really the spectrum but clearly it will be licensed so, that's right so yeah. if you want it you'll pay for <laughs> it will be some of it will be unlicensed uh-huh. um, but you know what would the unlicensed spectrum be for and all this kind of stuff so I think that's quite Great. a it's good to see people sort of planning uh, not just, uh, but it's actually you know which fr- frequency will be used and how it'll be organised. And uh, there's a public consultation, as I said, on that at the moment. Um, maybe cool. put the link in the show notes. Uh, international CES, and you were the man. You were there. I was there. I was exhibiting, so I didn't have a lot of time to look around. But uh, the general feedback uh, from the show, I managed to talk to a few people about what mm-hmm. their favourite thing. People was. came to you. I mean, you didn't did, go to course. them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the impression I got is that um, there was an awful lot of TV. Panels. Big TV. I mean, big last TVs. year, the big TVs, I think the biggest one was like 102 inches or something. This year... 108. 108. Not a big improvement. From, from Sharp. <laughs> Six inches. Which is a, a big TV. Like, yeah. it was a massive TV. And I actually had a look at the back of it, and there's... Uh, inside the actual cabinet, you can see dozens of fans sucking all this heat off the off the actual And you could probably so get cooked standing in front of it, definitely. I would imagine. What were they actually showing on this big TV? Uh, demonstration HD stuff. They did look fantastic. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, IBC earlier or last year, we saw this. You saw the twenty-two foot the screen or something. That was uh, one. Yep. a few more inches. But this, uh, was, this is merely merely HD. Merely HD. But actually, like, this was a consumer. You could buy this as a product because I know the hundred and two one was kind of it was the showcase it. kind of thing. 
there are lots of other displays as well. I was looking at some of the blogs. The, the LCD came up. Um, yeah, the, the thing that I noticed about the displays this year is there are a lot of comparisons between uh, a display you could buy a year ago from the mm-hmm. same manufacturer and a yep. display you could buy this year. And the contrast ratio is uh, a lot higher, so blacker blacks. And the brightness is obviously a yeah. lot brighter. Um, response times for better gaming. Times, yeah, so there was a lot of demonstrations of, of p- movement, mm-hmm. pictures being moved and showing the difference between last year's TV and this year's TV. And, and you can definitely see that it looks much more like... Uh, you know, a solid image moving across it, but yeah. it was kind of blurry image as it as it moves. So, Chuck, so you're saying I bought the TV and I should have waited. You know, it's like anything. Well, it's you just wait. Like anything. Next <laughs> just year it's wait. Be even better, but, <laughs> cheaper, um, better, faster, more. But they yeah. do, the televisions now do look fantastic, mm. and even comparing them to last year, just looking at them visually, you can see a significant difference in the quality mm. of the picture. Uh, mm. So a lot of that, and a lot of uh, emphasis on full HD, as in 1920 across pixels yeah, by progressive. down. Yeah. Uh, progressive, so the the full HD resolution on these televisions, as opposed to most of the televisions that you can currently buy, which are all about thirteen sixty six pixels by seven sixty eight. Well, they're, like they're interpolating, aren't they? Either they're up sampling yeah. from seven twenty p or down sampling yeah. from ten eighty i. So certainly, I mean, I'm I'm in the market for I think a projector. I don't know if there any were there projectors there. It's all just panels. I, I didn't see many projectors, but I mean, I, I'm looking for panels. I guess a ten eighty p native mm-hmm. and a projector. You can get one today, but hideously expensive seven twenty p now reasonably affordable mm-hmm. um but uh, so i guess that's what i'm holding out until as long as my lamp life holds up on my existing <laughs> compatible projector so but i think the stand that had the most uh energy about it was the lg one yeah which is interesting because lg have really come from nowhere to be uh now, the major brand yeah a major the, brand that kind of that uh the power of korean spend i suppose yeah. i guess really making a song and dance and they were mm. making a song and dance because they had singers <laughs> and dancers talking about believe it or not the every uh, hour on the hour <laughs> in fact it was more often than that i think really? they, they had uh the combined blu-ray and hd dvd dancers <laughs> dancers and singers yeah. they were singing about blu-ray and singing about hd dvd really? and they managed to work this into a song i don't know but they did um, so this is this is the big uh, um, competition between the mm-hmm. HD DVD format and the Blu-ray format, yeah. and they've managed to make a player that plays I thought both. This wasn't a technical problem. This was a licensing issue, and you weren't allowed to do it. But clearly, you know, in comes so sumi in Korea, they probably <laughs> said, right? That's the, yeah. And uh, I guess they kind of went went forth and went went hard on it, and yeah. no one's going to stop them now. I guess so. That kind of makes sense. And you mentioned inside earlier on, we, we spoke, there's like a dual pickup or something inside. Yeah, so you actually see, actually see there's two lasers mm. in the pickup, which is... So it might be one of these things where if you read, th- if you get your lawyers to look at it hard enough, you could work out, well, we could do it with one pickup, but if we do it with two, then technically it's right, two players in one. It's not right. a combined player. You know, there might be some ah, okay. some bizarre sort of loophole. workaround. But it wasn't a cheap thing, was it? No, it's 1200 US, yeah. By which time you could have bought an Xbox, an Xbox HD DVD, DVD player, yeah. a and a PS3, <laughs> and uh, and be playing games as games. well as watching the discs. <laughs> but um, um, I guess you know these things start off expensive; they'll get mm. cheaper. So obviously, it's a good sign for the future. Excellent. Uh, I did oh. see at LG. Apparently, this was shown previously, but they had a a 3D LCD screen. It wasn't a big screen, but it was big enough. Yeah. And it was in three dimensions, so you could stand between three and seven feet back and see a full three-dimensional picture, things coming out at you. What about the offset back. distance where you had to be right in front of it? or It didn't have a wide viewing, viewing angle, angle, so it's yeah. pretty much straight in front, around to about 30 degrees, I guess. So yeah. it's small what, kind of, what were you watching? Was it static yeah, images? It or? was uh, computer-animated 
stuff. things running through a maze, basically. But it looked fantastic. So the idea being, the, mm. I talked to the guy that was demonstrating, and he said that you know, the main use is going to be advertising and right and, um, getting Point people to stand L in front of something. Yeah. 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 So and it kind of worked because of all the things in the H in the LG stand, mm. as you there was this cluster of people around it going, "Wow, this is amazing!" So I mean, was it was it a like a clearly sort of breadboard kind of demo thing or was no, it a it big like a real television yeah you know and like you could pop on a wall and really have 3d tv so cool. fantastic excellent so cs big tellies big tellies? <laughs> cs uh, big tellies microsoft were, were pumping their vista yeah. software upgrade yeah um, which looks very pretty it looks very nice yeah what's the called um, uh not Aqua, is it? What oh, the interface? Uh, Aero. 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 That's it, yeah. Aero. Like the chocolate bars. Um, so, that's kind of international, I guess. Content news. Quite a few bits and pieces there. The dual format player, as you said. Um, on, I guess, the HD DVD kind of side, there's also rumours this week of a, a hack on the, the uh, a, is it a, AACS, the Advanced mm-hmm. Authoring Content Security or something, for high definition Someone will tell us what that is. AACS, we should know. Um, <laughs> this, is the, this is the security that's used on HD mm. DVD and on Blu-ray. Yeah. And somehow someone's managed to get hold of the keys that are used for uh, encrypting this content. Yeah. Well, I um, think the key is, I mean, this is the whole thing about security. I mean, is how you manage the keys, which is the mm, important part. And the keys are on every disc, but there's also keys in every player. Yep. The keys, I think, are different in every player. So they can actually revoke... That's right. The license in the players, but then that would once mean once you've got hold of the unencrypted content, it's all over. So, well, yeah, but if it's always encrypted and you can just decrypt it, that's a different. I mean, there are lots of things. That, you know, we can look at lots of blogs about how this works. But that's uh, there was an early hack, I think, on a Toshiba PC where with HD DVD you could just cut and paste individual frames. Could take you a while. You could, yeah, do, you could, you could do Windows print screen. <laughs> you could do, and you know you could do that, and you could do print screen, and yep. you could just you know then you just write a little utility which pops it all back together. Mm-hmm. You've decrypted the whole thing. Um, so interesting to see I mean people were a bit sceptical about whether this was a there's a hack and there's a commercial exploitation that's true but there Um, is a a version of the film Serenity yeah uh, available on BitTorrent now in full HD so you've been told so I've been told yeah brilliant so have a look at the links you can yeah I remember watching that in crappy quality on my PSP in a sort of (laughs) sub-decoded yes I've done the same thing it was a good movie but uh, yeah interesting interesting Um, also Apple, I mean, this wasn't a CES thing, and I think one of the amusing things about CES, being a bit of a Mac head myself, was that Apple had this show kind of concurrently, which mm. actually a couple of days in the middle of uh, CES, about midway through, they had the Mac World thing in San Francisco, just up the coast from, from Vegas, um, and they launched two big things. We'll talk about the Apple TV now and the iPhone thing later on. Um, I've actually pre-ordered my Apple TV. You've done it. Yeah, yeah, I've done it. Which it seems to me, I mean, to sum it up, it looks like it's a video iPod without a screen. The screen is your telly. Right. Um, okay. Which Because it's got a disc, doesn't it? It's got a hard disc to cache stuff, So mm-hmm. and it syncs up with a main PC or, right. or Mac in your home. Mm-hmm. So it's like a video iPod, but the screen is your TV. Right. And obviously, the they've uh, souped up the user interface a bit, so it looks more like their front row, their uh, Windows Media Center style right. uh, user interface. So can you actually buy stuff? On the Apple in TV? In America, you can. Uh, in the UK, I mean, the only video stuff is I mean, the material you've got. I guess you can buy some video stuff from, uh, from iTunes mm-hmm. and you can. Uh, there's, uh, you, you bought one of the Pixar movies or something? Yeah, I've got a there's, couple, there's of, a couple of things. But I mean, it, it will come. <laughs> that, here. That won't last very I long. think the, the downside people have said is that it, you know, it only supports 720p. 
Okay, so this not is not 1080i or 1080p, so it's right. not true HD. Right. I think a lot of this might come down to the rights management and security again, because yeah. the content you're going to buy on iTunes is not it's not even 720p. No, it's, it's at the moment 640 by 480. Yeah, maximum. It? So. Yeah. You know, that kind of might just about but squeeze through up something to 720p. I presume by the time they release this, which is what? February. Oh, February. Yeah, it's not, not very far. <laughs> I was going to say, they should, surely they'd have... February the 29th, maybe. Yeah, they'll have updated content year. that has hd well, content. But, I mean, mm-hmm. this is... I, we heard some rumours the other day about, you know, the Fair Play stuff that Apple used. Maybe it's not good enough for HD because mm. it's software-based security. I mean, who knows? Um, but if someone's peeled off the lid of the HD DVD and Blu-ray... It's like, well, the content's out there. Do you want to make money exactly. or not? You know, exactly, it's, um, yeah. so interesting to see. So I'll be obviously so you ordered one once when, I've when's got my it hand, arrive? February. So it's going to be like you know, the 29th of February, <laughs> right, which will okay. be 2008. <laughs> um, so it's coming. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it, it's like a video iPod. I was a bit disappointed that the USB thing, there's a USB port on the back, but it's apparently right. only for diagnostics and firmware upgrades or something. Oh, I was so thinking I could plug, plug in my TV sticky thing. Oh, and actually uh, do yeah, do TV on it. Maybe it'll happen, DVB-T or whatever. But we'll we'll see. But I mean, it's going to be a platform, and and at the start, it's going to do the basic things. Like I remember when the first iPods came out, they only played music, and that's all they did. Now, yeah, yeah, games and stuff, and all sorts of stuff. I think you can listen to podcasts. You can it'll have cover flow for the browsing between music. Oh, cool. And Steve Jobs, I watched the the keynote that he gave, and it was quite. You know, it does things to, to watch TV. Nice. It's got a Pentium mobile in it with a Geoforce 7400. Um, mm-hmm. You can... It's, I don't think it's got 802.11n, so they've actually right, come so out of we the, were right about our prediction that it was being held off so Yeah, the end chipset could be Till the end. But, I mean, it's, the chips are there anyway. It's just a matter of, the, is it actually standardised? So, mm. uh, um, so, that'll be interesting to see how that actually works. I mean, I, I guess I've got it because I'm a Mac boy, but... Uh, also, I've got I'm, I have a, like a network attached storage essentially. Okay. So if I can browse all my content on that without hooking up to the TV, you know, we'll see how it goes. And I think caching it gets over any problems in the wireless network with latency. You can make sure it's oh, there, course, so you yeah. can have a playlist with your top ten podcast movies, songs, or whatever. And it could be pulling um, down, pulling down in advance. Onto yeah, its and disc I can always then. record movies using my USB thing on another computer plugged mm. into a, a TV and then just get it to sync up because it will automatically put them in iTunes anyway. So we'll okay. see. We'll, we'll be see. interested to see how that goes in real we'll life. We'll see. Do I, am I going to be ripped off or am I going to be a happy so how chip? much was it in pounds? £199. It's not too bad. Yeah. Not too good. <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> we'll see. It was my birthday present you know, uh, to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Cheaper okay. than a 180-inch display, I can assure you. I'll bet. Absolutely. Um, so, so that's content news. IPTV, bit of IPTV, uh, yeah. bit of news on that. I guess you know Apple TV is kind of IPTV in a way. It is because it does stream off the internet, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And okay. there's more content, obviously, in the US, not not in the the UK or in fact anywhere else other than the US. Let's be fair. Um, it is the world. Microsoft uh, made a big song and dance about the Xbox 360 being mm-hmm. working with the Microsoft TV Foundation Edition. Uh, where you, I think not as a consumer, but as an operator, you could use an Xbox 360 as a set-top box. Yeah, now this is where there was a little confusion about what that actually meant because they made a fuss about it and then had to kind of... Yeah, not, kind of... Not back actually, not for consumers. Kind of clarify. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. 
So yeah. you, operators can use a version of the X, a new version of the Xbox mm. 360 coming out in a late new version, 2007. Right. Okay. Um, which addresses some of the issues that people have been talking about with the Xbox 360 in regard to HD content in that it'll have a much larger disc. Right. The current Xbox 360 has a 20 gig disc, which is enough for a like couple one of movies. movies. It's like one, one or two, one or two HD, HD movies. movies. Yeah, so I expect it'll have a yeah. much larger disc. But that's even the deluxe one, isn't it? Not they don't all so have as a, big as it gets. Yeah. Uh, so I expect this one have a, will have a much larger disc. It'll have uh, it has HDMI, so a digital connection between right. the, the Xbox and the television. Mm-hmm. Built uh, in HD DVD, I guess. Oh yeah, I guess it would. That would yeah. make sense. I, I'm still puzzled why they have a separate box when they could put it in that. Well, box it was something licensing terms or something yeah. like that. Yeah, cost um, probably. So uh, it'll be a new ver- Xbox yeah. 361 or something. I don't know, 361. <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows? But so that's coming out what end of end of this year, end of 2007. Yeah. So again, we're looking at uh, uh, boxes that are in the home that'll be able mm-hmm. to do streaming off the internet, uh, caching, yeah. HD, so DVR kind of stuff. I heard that you yeah. could maybe you know you could play Gears of War and you could record something at the same time. That kind of right. Thing. But and this has been done. I know in the PS2 space, which I don't think even has a the early one doesn't have a hard disk at all. You could do no. IPTV on that. I think oh, it's not Bracer in uh, in Austria. I think who's deployed a, a pay TV system with PS2s, wow. and they're you know a lot less expensive than three sixties. But there's no reason why you couldn't use that as a mm. set top box. Mm. Um, well, for, for I mean, you got to imagine for a, for an operator, if you could get the customer to pay for their own set top mm. box, I mean that's one of the barriers to entry. Yeah, but then people don't pay. It's like, you know, you expect to get a free set-top box. You're if paying you, for the service, not the box. But yeah, if there's value-add with a game thing, maybe. If you, I mean, if you've got a retail offering where you bought mm. the particular 360 and you got IPTV with it and you could do your gaming at the same time, then, I don't know, might be something there. Yeah, or if you've got a free 360, that might be... True, even that, better. That might work. Or or, or a sponsor. Yeah. So maybe I'm not sure that's going to work because you get, I mean, I haven't seen any pay-TV operators that have deployed a set-top with a built-in uh, alternative media, whether it's a game or even no, a DVD a drive. Of them talked about it. Yeah, thought but about never it done it. So, mm, hang on, this stops people watching the stuff <laughs> exactly. that uh, they're paying for. But I, I don't, I don't, yeah. can't, I don't quite get that. As long as people are paying the subscription for the service, now, who cares if they're watching DVDs? Yeah, or there might be something. You know, once the device is in the home, you can't make people give it back. And if they can survive without you, you can just say, oh, cut the cord. I'll play games and yeah, uh, do something else. The point. Know, so it's, it's still, uh, yeah, still because until you've recovered your that. subsidy yeah. from deploying that device, which could be two years, mm. depending on you know how much you have to pay for your content, uh, you don't want that to happen. So, uh, and also I can imagine some conflict. You know, you get the 360 in the house, the teenage kid wants to say, "I want to play true. the games." No, shut up! <laughs> I'm watching this. Watch, <laughs> watch there's only the so much time in the day, and there's only one 108 inch display. So you know, that's the uh, that's the, the you challenge. You have a lot of these Xbox 360s <laughs> around. Yeah, well, okay. I do know some people have more than no, three in their home. I know some they're not do. normal. They're not definitely not normal. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> um, mobile. Um, I think in my mind, from not being a CES, it seemed like the Apple Apple iPhone or whatever they're going to call it in the end that seemed to steal the show. As far as I could see, I don't know. if... Indeed, when I was wandering around, uh, most of the people had stopped going to the exhibitions and were all queuing up for the internet terminals in order to find out about what was happening in Steve Jobs' world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. So, um, uh, they did. They did rather steal the show on this one. Mm. And there's been so much hype about the iPhone for so many years. Yeah, what's it going to be? All you had to do really is announce it, and everyone would go. Crazy have you seen the anyway. keynote? Did you have a have a chance? I mean, I've I've watched it. I've, um, yeah, I've seen the notes about the keynote. I haven't actually yeah. watched the actual. But I've video also seen it. some feedback, which I think is quite pragmatic, about how in Japan and and, and let's put this in perspective again. Apple, very North America centric. Mm. North America, I think the cell phone is 
it's the poor cousin of technology over there. They really don't have much functionality. SMS is seen as like a new thing and rope, the ability to roam from one state to another is quite bizarre. I think there's only yep. two operators, Ver- Verizon and uh, Singular, which is now AT&T. Mm-hmm. So they haven't really been innovating that fast. They've, they're used to sort of crippling phones and removing features from yeah, them. And in fact, some of the discussions I had with genuine Americans over mm-hmm. the last week yeah. has been that um, it's a real mindset that when you buy a phone because it's CDMA and it doesn't have a SIM card. Yeah. You can't take your SIM out and pop it in another phone and keep talking. You are stuck with that phone on that operator. With that contract until it until expires. someone says you are allowed to move. So it, yeah. it, it's very different Three, So the they're European a bit archaic. I mean, maybe it appeals to them, this freedom and all this kind of stuff, but I don't think you can. In Japan, they've had these kind of phones that do songs, payment, so and browse the internet. They have the iMode thing. So it's mm-hmm. not a, for them, it's like, mm. and they didn't mention really Japan. I think it's like, North America in yeah. June, then they've got Europe in end of this year, and then next year Asia. Right. Um, and I guess that's because probably people are browsing the internet on their phones in Asia. Already. So. <laughs> Already. So it's like, well, mm-hmm. what's the big deal? And I'm, then they don't have different models and things like that. But it certainly looked like a cool device. And I'm interested it's in this. It's a nice phone. But again, it's a touch interface it's thing. It's quite big. It's not like yeah. the size of a normal mobile phone it's actually quite mm. a large device like i haven't a, seen a, like a mock-up of it but it's what 11.6 millimeters thick it's quite thin but it's quite large mm. i mean it's got well, a it's nice beautiful screen, screen i'm yeah. sure grateful watching a three and a half inch screen diagonal or something or a bit bigger uh, yeah it's about that size. very high risk yeah, it sounds like a fantastic device and clearly i would like one <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong here um but uh, maybe it's the thing to, you know, hopefully by the time it comes out in, in uh, Europe, they'll have version 2 or something. It'll have Looks like more a nice flash interface. memory yeah. and... Uh, Was it 4 gig and 8 gigs? So yeah, 4 and 8 gigs. So it's like an, uh, an iPod Nano yeah. from a capacity perspective. But yeah. maybe that's only usable memory. Because if it's got this, it's got the full, right. apparently, OS X, this uh, BSD Unix style. Um, quite a So a lot of, a lot of uh, OS stuff in there. So if it's... It does email and... Yeah, if it's four gigs and you find that actually the OS is using 3.9 of them. Well, <laughs> <Right. laughs> um, that's where it stores and your But they people play with it and things like that. So uh, it, does, it does look quite cool. Um, hope it works for them. And uh, I'm obviously keen to get my hands on one. I think um, definitely mm. a market there. Um, it's been anticipated for a while. It's had the biggest build-up mm. of any consumer product you can imagine. Yeah. So it's, it's without a doubt going to sell well, um, but to a very specific market. I it's expensive expect. as well. Let's, let's get this straight. I mean, I was listening to a podcast uh, on the, the drive up here this morning and the guy said, you know, he's a complete mad geek or something. And he said, you know, clearly I'd like one, but he says it's just too expensive. I can't afford mm-hmm. it. And he was locked into an existing contract. Oh, there you go. So, uh, um, and, and it probably will be a locked phone, not a kind of SIM portable phone or yeah. whatever. But I guess that now Apple is getting its shitty stick out to keep people away <laughs> where they've got all the mobile operators around the world coming to them saying, hey, I want to, I want to, Mm. bring this product forward so uh, interesting um, and I guess the Zune will probably come out with a similar thing Microsoft have the ability to do this of course um, they'll probably come out with the Zune 2 shortly which will try and do all this I heard, and I heard uh, somewhere that the Zune apparently was only developed in 9 months they just said okay let's do a really because I actually we, I, looking through Did a store Zoom? I actually went to a, an, uh, an electronic store yeah. and saw a genuine Zune in a case like it was like Round? seeing a zoo <laughs> in a zoo going seeing animals but um, yeah. it was actual Zune uh, what colour was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah, brown. Brown, so we black, and that. white, or something. I think right? it was a white one. Yeah, yeah. We didn't see loads of people zooming and beaming songs to each other. No, there was none <laughs> of that action happening. So I think, um, uh, I mean, okay, it's a phone, but the interesting thing will be 
Will it change the way we consume content? Will you be able to buy content over the mobile network? Will you be able to... There was no hint of that. It was really... Li- right. It's an iPod. There wasn't like, you'll be able to buy songs from iTunes. But it mm. does seem... The apps seem a bit flaky. Some of them, they let journalists probably get their hands on it and play oh, with it. Really? It didn't demonstrate the camera. Only a two megapixel camera. Mm. Seems a bit weak. I mean, I've, I think my phone's got a two megapixel camera on it. But um, yeah, I've got two on my, mine today. And that's like a 18 mm. month old phone. So... Mm. I would imagine they could beef up the specs and give you a bit more value, but um, we'll see. I, it, it does look kind of cool, and I like the, the the cool thing I thought was actually the user interface, the multi-touch thing. Yeah, that looks where you've nice. got there was this thing uh, like the Minority Report style, where you could stretch things that you can pinch and pull things oh, apart. So two touches at once to stretch. And yeah, if you want to stretch, you just put your fingers on and, and like a reverse apart, pinch right. to to expand or <laughs> cool. Or, um, and uh, it remains. And some people have said that typing wasn't quite as easy as they said because ah, okay. it's like when you get nearer to something, it gets a bit bigger. So you can like a, I don't know if you use Mac, where they have a dock where you move the mouse along and it gets bigger okay. when you yeah, yeah, yeah. the icon you select enlarges, so you sort of have some visual feedback. But looks cool. Um, and no doubt I'll have my money down for one <laughs> Pre-ordering <laughs> for Christmas next year. You know, put it on. I'll write that on Santa's list right now. Um, gaming. Um, mm. I think the console sales thing is. This is basically saying that the Wii has trounced. Is this the Wii has trounced uh, the PS3? Uh, the Wii's trounced the PS3, and mm-hmm. the Xbox 360 has beat everybody. Really? So Microsoft was sold. I mean, this is the US. Because last time we talked about this, it was PS2s are outselling everything else. PS2's but PS2's is still not on the list. Doing, still doing pretty well. PS2 is 1.4 million, right? Fact, the, the actual winner is the PS2 because yes, it's it doesn't mention that. <laughs> so <laughs> Sony wins. <laughs> so in terms of next gen consoles, yeah. it's 1.1 million for the Xbox 360, mm-hmm. 500,000 for Sony, and 600,000 for Nintendo. And yeah, still heaps more PS2s. That's amazing, isn't it? Well, they they're almost throwaway stuff. I mean, I was contemplating. Chip, chip, have you seen chip. this Guitar Hero game? You're a yeah, music that man. Yeah, looks really cool. Actually, I was oh, thinking oh my for God, my that. my brother for Christmas. If I was feeling generous, I thought I could get Guitar Hero and uh, and a PS2 because the yeah. bundle, you know, it's it's still pretty expensive actually. But uh, that's why I didn't get it. End up getting a gargoyle or something, <laughs> you know, soap on a rope. Um, I'm but, sure you appreciated that one. <laughs> but I did tell him I was going to get you this, but I didn't. Uh, um, also, 1.6 million Nintendo DS handheld yeah. game consoles. Are you still playing with your DS thing? Did you uh, game for Christmas? Yeah, what did I, what did I, the most recent one I got is uh, another brain training one called, okay. uh, I think it's called Brain Training. You feel training you need that? I think it really helps, actually. <laughs> I feel much more intelligent after it tells me that I'm a museum creator. <laughs> <laughs> a museum creator? A curator. Curator. There you go. Yeah, you need to work on that. That's right. It tells keep, you how heavy playing. your brain is. Keep playing. Um, so that's kind of uh, console wars are on and I guess it's you know this year we'll we'll see what happens Um, PS3 is obviously launching countdown now six weeks I guess from UK launch is it March March 30th or just March so not not long to go my prediction that's going to be everyone's going to go we bought our Christmas game console I haven't got any money left (laughs) 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 haven't paid off the credit just when you paid off your credit card for Christmas that's Uh, right but I guess it's the games that are going to do it. And I, I guess I haven't heard of any, yeah, exactly. you know, the, uh, Gears of War. I've heard a lot of people talking about Gears of War. I'm having my, my home cinema done up and the guy who's doing it, he's a, the, the handyman guy, he's a Xbox guy and he's talking about Gears of War. He said, oh, amazing. He said, amazing. But um, I mean, again, and Halo hasn't come out, I think, for Xbox. So he says Halo yeah, 3. Yeah, will come out and then... Yeah, so, so, so you've the, got to have the, the killer content titles. actually matter for the... Yeah, for very the much so. Very much so. And, and also at Christmas, I had a chance to play on... Um, 
my um, my parents have got digital cable here in the U- UK, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought, oh, cool, I have a go on the video on demand stuff, and uh, they had this funny mosaic kind of interface thing, and mm-hmm. but it seemed like every category you chose eventually went down to the same ten VOD titles. <laughs> you can choose comedy, <laughs> and you go, oh, <laughs> no, entertainment, adventure. <laughs> adventure, and so it seemed like, oh wow, you know, actually they only had like ten things available on VOD. Um, hmm, it's disappointing. Yeah, I mean, again, it's content. I was thinking, well, VOD, I mean, my parents mm. don't use it, but obviously if there was something that was worth watching, they would do it, but they, they weren't, uh, they were just, it was just TV for them. It wasn't a big deal. Um, also, uh, back on the gaming thing, um, Second Life apparently went, did some sort of open source thing. We've had some, you know, a lot of Second Life stories. Yeah, so um, what has Second Life done? Like I said, they've... Well, I think because there was this, where someone worked out how to make money or something on Second Life. Someone had got in there and... Written viruses and yeah. self-replicating items and all sorts of things. The cloning machines. I think they they basically gone sort of open source. But the the community's growing. Um, I think World of Warcraft hit like eight million players. Um, Blizzard announced, announced they had eight million. So I think massively MMORPGs. Although Second eight Life, eight million people. Yeah. So that's a. I it's mean, a population it, of a small country. Yeah. If you, as a tangible as a, an operator, if you're a pay TV operator, eight million, people, eight million subs. That's a big, a big player. A big so deal. if, if wow. um, so, Blizzard has, has got that one. So I think um, looking forward, maybe when we've got more online players, mm. I haven't heard much about the the PlayStation Online community. Um, there's got to be people out there waiting to deploy the next generation of uh, of online massively that's, multiplayer that's games. That's where these these uh, games that are for the PC, which everyone always forgets yeah. about in these game console wars, mm. uh, eight million, no problems at all. I mean, there's a hundred and ten yeah. million. PS2s well, certainly out there, in Asia, there's, there's this phenomenon of these gaming rooms where you go in and I don't know if oh, you really? have this in in. Um, I haven't certainly haven't seen much in the UK where literally it's a, it's, a, it's like a shop, but you go in. It's over over 18s only, whatever, and they do coffee and juices and stuff, beers probably. You go in, put your headset on, and you can play. You, play. you can play, wow. you know, Rainbow Six or whatever, and you can go wow. and shoot people, and it's you know, entertainment for the uh, disaffected <laughs> youth of today. Um, so they go Sounds and like frag fun. their mates. Um, <laughs> So that's yeah, it's quite cool. So, um, now what was the? You did a lot of trudging around Vegas. What was the? What was the weirdest thing you saw? The weirdest thing I saw. The weirdest thing I saw in Vegas was the fact that it was so cold mm-hmm. that it was snowing on the strip. <laughs> so you could stand on the strip, and it was literally there was you know yeah. snowflakes, which for a place in the middle of the desert is a spooky thing. Effort. And you yeah, did buy a gadget as well, didn't you? you were you going to? I bought a locator. Right, Loc. Yeah. Uh, number eight T O R, which uh, uh, comes with the little little things the size of about a paperclip, and you attach these paperclip-like things to mm-hmm. the things you're going to lose. Right, <laughs> and you have a little handheld thing which uh, you wander around the room, and it beeps louder and has a little pointy thing that tells you where these things do are. Do you lose a lot of things, or is I it more of a kind a of a James Bond Spider-Man <laughs> kind of Spider-Man tracker to, thing to lose things? So, yeah. Uh, uh, someone pointed out that we, if you lost the thing that found the other things, you'd be in real trouble yeah. because you wouldn't be able to find anything. Including our four gig recording card for our podcast. So if anyone's <laughs> got gone. it, <laughs> if gone. you've found it, do let us know on the couch. Feedback <laughs> oh at onthecouch.com. That's the so one. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, I guess that kind of wraps up our little CES roundup. Yes. Anyone who's got any comments from CES, saw something on a blog you think we missed, do let us know. Uh, really appreciate your feedback. I had quite a few mails, and the, the readership or listenership goes up. That's um, great. Tell your friends about the show. And uh, look forward to uh, sharing a lot of good and funky news with you over 2007. That's goodbye right. from me, James. And it's goodbye from me. And cheers, folks. <laughs>